Welcome to Godwell, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, Hak Jahan Moon, an anthology. Book 3, Part 1, Section 13, The Leading Role for the Foundation of the Unified Homeland. This speech was delivered by FFWPU Korea President King Suk Ryu, representing Dr. Hak Jahan Moon at the 2015 Citizens' Rally for Peaceful Reunification of the Homeland on November 17, 2015 at Olympic Hall in Olympic Park, Seoul. Beloved Peace Ambassadors, citizen representatives preparing for unification, and leaders of every area of society who are eagerly longing for unification, the year 2015 is a historic year because it marks 70 years since our independence. At the same time, it is the 70th year of our people's painful division. Due to our colonization and the war and division that followed colonization, our people have gone through unspeakable pain and difficulty. The Cornerstone for North-South Unification and World Peace When we look at the history of the providence and the history of civilizations, despite the appearance of the true parents on the Korean peninsula, which is the blessed land where all civilizations should bear fruit, in our world which is divided by foreign powers and ideology, Korea has remained a nation divided for more than 70 years, with the result that parents and children, brothers and sisters, have been blocked by the walls of the ideologies of democracy and communism. They have had to live through a miserable history, not even knowing if their family members were alive or dead. The dividing line of tears and sorrow which has separated the Korean peninsula into north and south for the last 70 years is a geographical line, but it is also a line that divides lineages. Actually, when considering whether God exists or not, this line is an ideological line of division in the intense confrontation between materialism and theism, as well as a dividing line between value systems. This sharp confrontation of thought and values resulted from the fall of our first human ancestors and has continued to expand throughout the course of restorational history. It has grown from the individual to the family, people, nation, and world levels, and in the 20th century, it has come to the surface under the names of democracy and communism and has become the fundamental cause of the division. Accordingly, the peaceful unification of the Korean peninsula cannot be accomplished without fundamentally solving the problem of the ideology of the Cold War that caused the division, and without addressing the issue of establishing absolute values which are the basis for unification. Beloved Peace Ambassadors and Citizen Representatives Preparing for Unification True unification cannot be established through military power, with guns and swords, nor can it be accomplished solely through the logic of politics, which puts economic growth at the forefront. Unification is possible only when the lofty unification ideal and a national vision are presented that can awaken us to the understanding that we are all brothers and sisters under our Heavenly Parent, and can at the same time fundamentally resolve the limitations of both capitalism and communism. For brothers and sisters to become one, the parents must absolutely be at the center. If they do not attend their parents as the center, there is no way for the brothers and sisters to become one. Accordingly, Reverend Moon and I resolved the fundamental problem of the ideology of the Cold War, which is the cause of the division, and at the same time we revealed the true parents of the Korean people and all of humankind, and systematized a philosophy of peace as the divine principle and unification thought, or headwing thought. Through our 1999 meeting with President Gorbachev, we ushered in the end of communism, and through the 1991 meeting with North Korean President Kim Il-sung, we alleviated the strained North-South relationship and opened the way for realistic changes for unification. We initiated diverse North-South exchanges for economic cooperation, such as business plans for the development of Kumnang Mountain, Pyeonghwa Motors, and the Botonggang Hotel, as well as university student exchanges, 
Pyongyang Sightseeing, and for performances by the Little Angels and the Pyongyang Students Performing Arts Company. In addition, to help international society actively cooperate for the unification of the Korean Peninsula, we established peace organizations in 194 nations. These include the Universal Peace Federation, the International Association for Parliamentarians for Peace, the Women's Federation for World Peace, the Youth Federation for World Peace, the World Peace Federation, and other organizations. We established world-class media organizations such as the Washington Times, whose work has contributed greatly to the resolution of the problem of North Korea's nuclear program and to easing the tensions of the Korean Peninsula. Based on this kind of groundwork, in 2015 I instituted the Peace Road Project, in which 120 nations participated. Through this we brought the whole world together to unite its power for the peaceful unification of the Korean Peninsula. Hundreds of thousands of the world's people of different races, languages, and nationalities participated and joined in wishing for the unification of the Korean Peninsula. When they joined in singing the Song of Unity together in Korean, it was a moving and great moment in history, one never seen since the foundation of the Republic of Korea. Now, in order to establish a substantial foundation for world peace and for North-South unification, I am carrying out various projects aimed at establishing a fifth United Nations office in the DMZ. I am connecting and mobilizing the entire global network my husband and I have established throughout our lives, and, starting with the success of this project, which has the unification of the North and South as its central focus, we are seeking to lay the cornerstone for North-South unification and world peace. The True Unification That Heaven Awaits Beloved Peace Ambassadors and Citizen Representatives Preparing for Unification The purpose of the North-South unification that heaven awaits is not just unification itself. It is for eternal freedom, peace and happiness, and for the flowers of the ideal to bloom on the foundation of unification. Accordingly, unification cannot be achieved through power or intimidation. Rather, it must be accomplished through true love which gives to the other. The true unification that heaven is expecting is peaceful unification based on the foundation of true love and based on the principles of interdependence, mutual prosperity, and universally shared values. That is, peaceful unification brought about through mutual trust between the North and the South and through nonviolence with no military force. When the South Koreans are able to love North Korea more than they love South Korea, and North Koreans are able to love South Korea more than they love North Korea, unification will be possible. In order to expand this kind of true love spirit of unification into a movement of all the citizens of Korea, I have been actively motivating the Citizens' Federation for the Unification of North and South Korea, the Korean Ambassadors for Peace Association, and the Mountain Stream Club for Loving the Nation and other organizations. Through them I am assembling one million citizen representatives preparing for unification. This is because North-South unification must come primarily from the unity of sincere, involved citizens. In addition, it is absolutely necessary to be able to wisely confront any difficulties that may arise in the process of unification with thorough preparation and the right mindset. At this point, I hope that the citizens' rally to realize peaceful unification being held today will become a true starting point to prepare for the era of unification. I hope that all of you who have established sisterhood and brotherhood relationships will become leaders in the foundation of the unified homeland with our Heavenly Parent at the center. I pray that our Heavenly Parents' blessings will be with your families and the Republic of Korea. Section 14. The Role of the One Mo Pyongyang Foundation This speech was given at the ceremony to launch the One Mo Pyongyang Foundation on February 20, 2013 at Cheonjeonggung, Korea. Leaders from all walks of life, ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you for participating in this ceremony today to launch the One Mo Pyongye Foundation. In particular, I would like to thank former Prime Minister Lee So-sung and Dr. Kim Min-ha for their generous words of praise. I will accept them as words of encouragement, telling me to work harder. Thank you. As you know, since the start of human history, everyone has sought a world of peace and happiness. However, something went wrong, and that ideal world was never realized. The true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind discovered and resolved the fundamental problems in providential history. For the 60 years of his life, my husband, the Reverend Sun Myung Moon, held on to heaven's providence and accomplished many things globally. True Father designated the 13th day of the first month in 2013 as Foundation Day, and for the 12 years prior to his Sunghwa, he invested himself completely. A life for the sake of world peace. First of all, he reinstated our Heavenly Parent to his rightful position. He became a beacon of hope to all humanity still wandering amid a miserable history of suffering and war. In this way, internally speaking, he carried out a movement to practice true love based on spirit and truth, while practically he accomplished many things. For example, Reverend Moon said that there is no perfection in ignorance. In light of this, he created the Professor's World Peace Academy. There may be many eminent scholars, but they cannot explain everything. Each of them is simply a professional in one field. He created this academy with the hopes that these scholars could guide people toward world peace. Over many decades, he also held conferences for scientists to guide people in the direction of realizing world peace through science. One example is an incident that occurred during his incarceration at Danbury Prison in 1985. Perhaps you have heard about it. Dr. Morton Kaplan, a world-renowned professor of political science, was serving as the chair of this conference. Reverend Moon called him and instructed him to proclaim the demise of communism. It was at a time when communism was still very powerful. He had Dr. Kaplan proclaim this at the Intercontinental Hotel in Geneva. The Soviet embassy was located right across from the hotel. Dr. Kaplan told my husband at that time that he would respect his wishes, but asked permission to tone down the message. Can I announce it by saying maybe, or that it might happen? When he asked this, Reverend Moon said, What do you mean? Do as I say. It will happen within five years. Those were his words. Do you all remember this? What happened? Didn't the Soviet Union collapse? Where did your father go after that? He went to Moscow and also to North Korea. In this way, he set an example through his action on how to advance toward a world of peace. I congratulate the 700 students who will be the first to achieve scholarships and those who will receive awards for their volunteer services from this foundation that is being launched today. Please remember, however, that you have a responsibility. We can create the world of peace and happiness desired by heaven and humankind. True parents have taken the lead and shown you how to do this through their example. That is why I will continue to develop this project and the One Mo Pyongye Foundation. I invested all the donations we received at the time of True Father's Ascension as seed money for this foundation. As I have mentioned, once the helicopter is sold, I will also contribute the funds from its sale. I will evenly distribute the benefits to all humankind and let people know the intentions of the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind. Didn't I say there is no perfection in ignorance? First, we must educate people. We must make them know. We must show them through our actions. Strengthening the Development of Talented Leaders Twenty years ago, we set up the A1 Volunteer Organization and have been providing assistance to neglected children and the needy by practicing the spirit of love, sharing, and service. However, I will not be satisfied with this alone. Wherever the Family Federation goes, there is hope. I made a promise to heaven that by 2020 I shall create an extensive environment in many different fields in order to achieve this without fail. Will you help me? 
We have been pushing for this grand dream since the time the world's population numbered only three billion. Aren't there more than seven billion now? I am determined to reach and inform all seven billion people of this world within these next seven years. In order to do that, I will give more help through the One Mo Pyonghe Foundation to talented people and people who are working hard for peace in all levels of society so that they can better serve their role. I understand that we have many leaders from all walks of life here today. I know that you have done many wonderful things. From today, if we can each make a little bit more effort, move into action, and practice a life of sharing and of true love, our future is bright. This will become a happy world. We wish for our descendants to live in a world of happiness, free from difficulties and indemnity. Don't you wish for this as well? I hope that all of you can become victors in this effort. I hope that you will all fulfill your responsibilities, and I would like to conclude by saying thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Tune in tomorrow for a reading of Foundation Day, Start of a New History.